Hi, and welcome to episode three. I feel like I got carried away in my last two episodes because I didn't really introduce myself properly. So my name is Celeste, and I'll just give you a little bit of background, I guess, on me for this podcast because I I opened up my episodes today. I was like, cool, people are listening. So I'm all about it. Um, I'm not going to go into how old I am because that shit doesn't matter. You're as old as you feel. But I do want to talk about the fact that I spent a lot of time in the military prior to moving to the beautiful Toronto Metropolitan. (laughs) And I finished my career in the Army last year in 2020. It's actually a really beautiful story. I retired from my position in March went on this fabulous vacation with my friends to Mexico. And during our vacation of, of just drinking bottomless vodka martinis, mm, vodka martinis, we got all this news. Our family's like, you're going to be able to make it home. And that's how the beginning of my, what I thought was going to be my new life started. And so I was fine, whatever. And so we came back from our trip and like, Literally, the day we flew back into Canada is when they were starting to close these borders up. So I was like, in my mind, I'm like, there's no way. Like, come on. So I flew home, got back to Canada, and then continued to go into COVID. And it's honestly hard to believe. And I know, I feel like it's everywhere. It's like everywhere. You see it on TV. You see it you open your phone, it's there. People talk about it. It is just, we're all over it. And especially like, I am so over it right now because I had all these plans when I left the military. So I had planned, honest to God, I planned a trip to Bali. I was going to go to Bali. I had all these plans and you know, everything happens for a reason. I never got to go on my trip, but, and I had to postpone my move to Toronto but everything happens for a reason, right? So those first few months, you know, I we spent I spent a lot of time drinking wine, making making friends on Instagram, you know, and making a lot of TikToks. I made a lot of TikToks, I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> and a lot of them I had to delete the next day. I was like, girl, put the phone down if you're gonna drink that Pinot. <laughs> but On the other hand, I made some pretty funny content. So that's what I did the first while during COVID is that I literally started making TikToks and had to make that hard decision in April to not move to Toronto and start my kind of new life after my whole career in the military. So did that. And then we did a lot of walks. We had a lot of walks. You know, that was the thing when COVID first started in 2020. You would, you would go for walks. And I swear to you, I started a podcast using Adobe Illustrator and I never finished it. So I'm really glad that I actually started making episodes now and I could care, like I do care who listens, but if no one listens, that's totally fine. This is just for me. That's why I made this podcast. And for anyone who loves to hear my voice, that's a bonus. But yeah, so we did a lot of walks and then to throw another wrench into it, I was initially supposed to go into the entertainment, like TV, and that schooling 
got canceled and got canned. I found that out in May of 2020. You know, I was choked for about a day. I get over stuff fast. And then I was just like, well, you know, you got to pull your big, pull your big girl pants back on and be like, what do we do now? So I started doing, doing some research and I'd looked at a different school, kind of a different program. It's still in fashion. Cause that's what I do now is I'm in fashion business. And, uh, I, I applied to the school, got in amazing. And then planned my move for a few months later. Cause you know, we never thought COVID would last this long, but it did. And even during COVID, I was just like, you know what? I have to leave. Like, what am I doing here? I'm single living in this city because I was previously married, divorced now. And there is, I'm like, I'm not going to stay in this city. That's not who I am as a person. So what I did was I literally, cause all my stuff was in storage is I packed my car to the very top. <laughs> I just packed it with what I needed. You know, I packed it with my essentials and then I started to drive. It took me three days to get here. I had an apartment lined up. Um, I was going to live with this really lovely girl, met her for the first time when I moved here in last July. And now we're friends, which is amazing. Um, so I had to really discover who I was, you know, after the military and discovering myself was very interesting because, you know, I don't know who this is relatable to, but I spent such a long time doing the same thing. And I learned a certain way that I had to behave at work, you know, so you really have to kind of relearn how to live your life because the military is very structured, right? And so that was my job all the time. I did have some time towards the end of my career kind of transition properly out, but it was surreal, like surreal. The fact that I was not being told what to do and not having that anxiety that I had to go to work the next day, because I tell you for as many years as I spent in every single morning, I was terrified I was going to be late for work. And it was just embedded in my body from years of training so any veterans can understand and agree that it's just still in you to be late. So I'm very, I'm more flex now because I would say that I'm more so myself than I've ever been in my, my entire life, to be honest. And so, yeah, so you just, I had to kind of learn myself again. I'll never forget my first kind of three days moving to Toronto. I walk by the water because I live by the water. It's beautiful here. And... I literally was just overcome with like the biggest sense of joy and happiness. And I couldn't even explain it. I called my sister Chantel and I was, I was crying and she's like, what's wrong? And I said, I've never been this happy in my whole life. Like, I don't remember ever feeling this happy in years. And so it was an incredible feeling. So it took me a really long time to adjust to even being here because I was in this massive shock of like, it, it, it didn't even hit me properly. I honestly, like it took me probably, I want to say two to three months to even feel like this was my home. Like I live here now. Like I'm not going to have the military call me and be like, by the way, you're posted to Redverkin, you know, or well, that wouldn't happen at the end of my career. Cause I, I left the right force, but 
um, you know, I didn't have that anxiety that someone was going to tell me and call me or tell me how to be somewhere at a certain time. So it was really hard adjusting to knowing that no one could tell me what to do and trying to transition into this whole new life and identity that I had to embrace and I wanted to embrace. It was just really challenging because it was that feeling of denial and just like not really knowing if this was going to get taken away from me right away and that fear. So I had to really get past that. And I did. And it was just like a really cool feeling, you know, getting to know people in the area and getting to just like, I would go for walks every day. And I think the biggest thing that kind of helped me really helped me. And he has no idea the kind of impact that this man had on my life. Um, I had a trainer, so he, I would check in with this guy and he was, he was so, what's the best way to describe him? I would say like, he would never feed into your bullshit. <laughs> Cause I like to be at the bullshit people. And if they're going to let me do it, I'm going to keep talking. Right. And so <laughs> I would give an excuse and he would, he would reply with something so perfect that I couldn't even like fight back. So that's really what kept me kind of like on the right path when it came to my fitness and my, my mental health, because, you know, um, spending that much time in the military really does a number on you. And so working with this trainer really helped me, me, you know, transition into school and just have somebody to be accountable to. So I didn't go off the deep end. And by deep end, (laughs) I think we know what that is. (laughs) Many a bottles of wine could take me off the deep end. (laughs) So I'm just really glad that I had him to keep me accountable and keep me honest with myself, with what I was doing with my life. And I'm surprised, like if I didn't have him to be, to check in with me, I'd probably just be partying all summer. There's nothing wrong with partying all summer, but because I wasn't working, I was like, what do I do today? (laughs) So I I did, I worked out a lot, which was amazing. And then I had my first fitness shoot with a wonderful studio in Burlington. And so that's where I, I started doing some fitness modeling too for a mid-size model, which I'll talk about body positivity in another podcast, but I just want to talk about my life today. I'll keep this episode short because who knows who wants to really listen to me talk about me. But yes, and so fast forward to now, um, I no longer live with a roommate. I had to get my own my own condo because I just have the hardest time concentrating now from you know, all that time I spent in the military and I'll be brutally honest, you know, I burnt myself out entirely. My mental capacity was completely fried and it took me a long time to, and I still suffer with adrenaline fatigue. I think that's the word for it, but I'm tired all the, most of the time. So I really have to battle through that. I think a lot of women can understand when you just feel tired all the time and you just, <laughs> no matter how much sleep you get, you just feel tired. So I currently live on a diet of caffeine and, and more caffeine. 
<laughs> but not so much the wine as I would have loved and loved to have because it just kind of makes things worse right now at this point, especially during COVID. So I'm still in school and it's amazing, but I have a, probably a million stories I could tell about my entire career. Some good, some bad, met some amazing people in my life, um, some amazing women that are now out, veterans starting their own businesses, which is incredible. But that's kind of my story. I have no idea what I'm going to become in the future, but it's going to be something good, something I enjoy. Also, too, on top of working for the military in 2017, um, I started to work for my best friend's modeling agency. And that was amazing. So I worked for him for... Um, I, I still work for him now, but we changed the, the name of the company changed to world management, which is, which did so wonderful. And he did such an amazing job with this company. And what it was is a development and placement agency. So I really got my feet in the door, my foot in the door a bit <laughs> when it came to working in the industry. And it really grabbed my interest in fashion and modeling and everything about the industry. And I realized I was really good at this, you know, and I was doing that part time while I was still serving. And it made me so happy. I just knew this is what I had, what I had to do when I, when I got out and I did my first photo shoot with portfolio a couple years ago. And that's my actual image that is on the, the front page of my podcast. And it was amazing. And I'm actually going back to do another shoot with the magazine, hopefully in June even though it's COVID, you know, everyone's all freaked out, but I'm still flying. I don't care. <laughs> but that's where, that's how I got to where I am today. It's literally the wildest story. I'll keep it kind of not as exposing because I don't want to use names or anything like that when it, when it, when it happens to how I even got to that point. But it's super cool that it happened. And I'm so grateful for Daniel that we reconnected that year because it literally helped mold who I am today and really changed my life because I couldn't, I know I would still be where I'm supposed to be in my life, but he really helped me when I was lost and I didn't know what I was going to do. And I realized I was so good with people. So I loved meeting my new models and I loved having them come in and talk to them about the company, you know, go to photo shoots with them, pose the girls, style them. It was just such a fun experience for me that I just knew I had to do it. So coming to Toronto just felt natural. <laughs> but we'll tell you the real story of how I even got to thinking about going to school in Toronto, because this wasn't where I was going to live. I had no idea where I was going to live. I liked Toronto. I knew I really wanted to be here, but I hadn't made that full decision yet on what I was going to do. So rewind to 2019. It was in the fall. I remember because I got a phone call to go into work. And because I was dealing with such adrenaline fatigue, I think that's the word I'm using the right word. I'm not a doctor, so I don't know if I'm using the right word, but I was dealing with my adrenaline fatigue. So but when I, but when, when you need to be on, you're on, right? So I had got called into work and I had to 
I had to dag these guys, meaning I had to get them ready for deployment with another guy, with one of my coworkers. And we worked on those files for two days straight. And don't you know that I was a disaster day three? Not a disaster per se, but I literally couldn't get out of bed. I was totally exhausted mentally, physically. I couldn't explain it. I was just so burnt out from all those years of being on that when you had to be on, you used every ounce of energy that you had, right? I like to say that I don't have an off switch. It's not a, it's not a good thing. Trust me, it's not a positive. It's mostly a negative when you don't know when to stop, you know? So I didn't have an off button and I, we finished them. We got them ready to go out the door. They were good to go. But then I was just completely exhausted. I had to sleep for a full day. And during that day, I remember Googling a voiceover because I was like, God, what am I going to do when I finish? You know, like when I finish my career, what should I, what should my job be? And I remember talking to a gentleman in our mess. It was a random person who, who'd come into our bar. We have bars in, in, um, in our work, workplaces. <laughs> it's a normal thing. <laughs> and I remember talking to this gentleman and he said, wow, you have a really good speaking voice. And I was like, thank you. Like, I really appreciate that. Cause I, you know, I used to be a wedding singer and I love singing and doing all that stuff. And I love talking to people. So I really took that. I was thinking about that compliment. I was like, wow, maybe I should look into voiceover acting. Like how fun would that be? You know, my, my nieces and nephews are watching a Disney show and I'm like, that's auntie. <laughs> so I was Googling it at like seven in the morning and the school that I found, I honestly thought like with the deepest part of my heart that they were going to send me an email because it was, the question was the website popped up and you know how those schools can be. You just like, you put your information in, they're going to send you like an email with like info. Well, anyway, she calls me and, uh, I ended up talking to the recruiter for this school and it's downtown Toronto. And I just happened to be going to like coming to Toronto, September, 2019 with my family. I do have family here, but I was visiting with my sister and her husband and the kids. So I told her, I said, well, I'm going to be there. So I came and I met her. We became friends. And then I started, and that's how my kind of journey brought me to living here. I'm not going to that school now because of COVID. And it's meant, it's how it's supposed to happen, right? Because I love my professors now, most of them. (laughs) Hopefully none of them listen to this. (laughs) But if they do, you guys are all great. I could just critique each class and then tell you what your pros and cons are. (laughs) But yes, so that is what led me to where I am today. So I'm kind of curious as to where my career will go. It's, uh, it's going to be a journey, you know, that's for sure. But I try and stay really positive and I'm kind to everyone that I meet. I do believe that that's really important because, you know, for as long as I can remember, everything always, always makes a full circle. You think you won't see someone again and you do. So always, I'm always kind to people and it's a natural thing for me. And so when people are, are, are cruel to me or just are not, I can just feel their energy is just have ill intentions. I, I gotta go, 
you know? So I've gotten really good at protecting my, my energy for making sure that I don't let those people in that want to take from you. So I'm very tough (laughs) to an extent, right? So that's a little bit about me. And I've kind of gone on like for ages, but for this podcast, it's just like an outlet for me. You know, people want to listen, they can listen. Great. If they don't, that's cool too. And if you have suggestions, um, let me know, because I'm going to get into a couple things uh, with podcasts going down the road, but I really want to focus on dating in the GTA because <laughs> I'm not going to make TikToks about this because like there is no point. There is a point, but I'm just not good at TikToks. So until somebody teaches me how to use it properly, I'm just going to continue doing my voiceovers on TikTok. That's not even my voice. I just think it's funny. You know, humor is a nice outlet for me. So I'm starting to think that episode four, and episode three or four, I don't know, four, I'm still going to get into the online dating. And I kind of want to talk a little bit about it now, but like, what are girls and guys doing? Cause today was like the last few days have been a, a bigger challenge, I think in Toronto, because it's like, not only is it like our rules insane, completely insane. Everything is closed. Everything is closed. Nothing is open. Like at least we can leave our house now and go for, go for a walk. You know, that's a bonus. Thank you government for letting us go for walks. But what do people do? Go to the grocery store. Hey, can you, can you meet me at the cheese store? I really, I really want to buy some really nice Gouda and Maybe that can be our date. Do we walk around the gourmet cheese store buying cheeses and get to know each other because it's snowing outside? <laughs> like, come on. <laughs> like, what do you do? Like, can you go to Costco? Because they kind of corralled it off. So you really have to just do a really big circle. <laughs> and if you don't have a Costco membership, then you're fucked. <laughs> So what do people do? You know, it's crazy. I personally just like the FaceTime thing. Like people need to be, make that more normal. That's our date. We're going to FaceTime. And if I'm into it, then we'll meet. But some people just don't want to do that. I'm like, why? Why? Because I'm better in person. You look the same ish in person that you do on FaceTime. You just got to get your angles right. Okay. (laughs) So I literally keep forgetting, but Go follow me on Instagram if you're listening to this podcast. It is Celeste underscore Danielle underscore. Send me some some of your feedback, potentially. My podcasts are going to get better, I promise. I am just trying to figure out exactly what my content is going to be. But I did want to introduce myself today. I kind of went off. I kind of blacked out a bit there. (laughs) Went fully into my life. So I don't really remember what I talked about. (laughs) and hopefully none of it's discriminating, but I'll have to re-listen to this when I'm driving because I love driving, and then we'll go from there. I'd love to tell some stories about when, when my, like, my time in and get really real, but I don't want to get, like, tell sad stories because, you know, I had a really good career in some parts, but some parts were really awful and painful. 
And I like to say that I survived my last couple years in. I don't like to say it. It's true. I really did. So that's why I'm like as resilient as I am. And I'm very outspoken. So dating me is interesting. It's not that I'm outspoken. It's just, I just don't deal with nonsense anymore. I just don't. I don't play games. I'm very honest. <laughs> you know, like, and I'm in the hardest thing to do is date a woman who's skilled in psychology and knows how people think. And I really am. I call people out on their behaviors almost instantly if it's really toxic. Like I had a gentleman, I won't say who it is. Um, it was someone that I deal with in a business perspective. And it was his job to perform a task to, it was not my job, absolutely not my job. And then he proceeded to tell me about a medical appointment he had to go on and trying to use guilt as a tool. And I said, what are you doing? That's really inappropriate. Do not tell me this stuff. I like, it's not that I don't care. I do, but it's irrelevant to this situation. You have one job and it's to fix it. And that's it. We don't need to get into any of this extra, these extra details that you're giving me. So that's my challenge, I guess, when it comes to um, dealing with toxic behavior, because I will call it out. And I think that's important. And it's not just calling it out. It's just like knowing how you deserve to be treated by people. And sometimes people don't even, most of the time they do know exactly what they're doing when they're saying something and behaving a certain way, but sometimes they don't. So if you call them out and you say, Hey man, like that's not okay. And they either respond with like a defensive tactic or they think about it, which is what happened in this situation. And they're like, and their whole tone changes. And I like to think that I have one of those voices that can calm down a really angry general. Because <laughs> I used to have to do that when I was posted to um, a unit in Ottawa. I remember, this is me sidetracking again, because now the story about my business person that I was dealing with doesn't matter. <laughs> I'll never forget sitting there as a young little corporal. And the really mad, really mad major came up to my desk and I'm just sitting there, you know, with my glasses on, looking up at him and he's just really just reeling it, like ripping into me. And I just, just smiled all calmly. And I remember that was when I knew I had to use my voice to get through to people is I would change my tone and I would get calmer. And then by me talking calm and not showing any aggression in my responses, it actually calms people down, which is, I'm so thankful I have this gift, but at the same time, my whole personality will come out in my voice too. <laughs> it's just so funny. <laughs> but anyways, I'm going to stop telling stories. It's the end of my podcast for today. And thank you for listening Next episode, I don't know what I'm going to get into, but I think I want to talk about online dating again, and I'm going to do some research this time, but I'm pretty sure I have like a million stories that I can share, but I kind of want to do some research this time just to see what's out there because I, I saw a couple things on 
social media that I kind of want to address uh, when it comes to new stuff for us, us poor souls out there. <laughs> but anyways, thank you so much and have a wonderful rest of your day. Ciao.